You are now listening to Creative Masters. This is the podcast where we interview musicians, photographers, directors, comedians, designers, and other creatives to discuss how they got started, how they got past those bumps in the road, and how they built a career off their creativity. So let's get right into it. I'm your host, and I'm Team Double Machine Masters to bring you Creative Masters. Now let's start the show. What's going on, everybody? This is Reggie, a.k.a. Nobody Famous, back with another episode of the Creative Masters Podcast. This is episode 31. Before we hop into the episode, I want to remind you guys about the Tracking Identity documentary. You can go to patreon.com slash tracking identity to check out the trailers, to read about the project, and see how you can support the project. Any support, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. We're aiming for a summer launch of the documentary, so you'll be one of the first people to see the documentary when it's when it drops this summer also you guys if you want to submit music if you're a music producer and you want to submit some music to the podcast i have played in the background at the beginning and the end of each episode what you can do is you can go to itunes and you can rate us and you can leave a comment about the podcast and then email me at creativemasterspodcast at gmail.com and i will get your music placed in upcoming episodes so for episode 31 we have james adams he's a very talented visual artist and photographer out of Philly. So in this episode, we talk about how he got his first camera. So right now I got my uh, Canon 6D. I worked uh, <laughs> I worked at Arby's for a whole year saving up because I know my mom wouldn't have got me that. But uh, yeah, yeah. I got myself a job, saved up every penny. And then right, as soon as I bought the camera, I left. We also have a cool conversation about lucid dreaming and how he uses it as a tool, as inspiration for his own art. For me, I'm able to do a thing called lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. And with lucid dreaming, um, I manifested to the point where when I listen to music, my brain just does what it wants. It, it creates a storyline automatically, and uh, I'm able to listen and create stories just by listening to you know a simple music piece. We also talk about being a photographer in the social media age and how he approaches Instagram. Like I think the one thing I really hold uh, uh, precious to me with social media and when I post is you know really just looking at the comments. I love connecting with my audience. Mm-hmm. I, I, because they're the reason why I'm here in the first place. If like they were with me, I have followers who were with me right when I started out on Instagram. We get into these things and so much more on episode 31 of the Creative Masters podcast. James is a very talented artist, and I felt deeply inspired by having a conversation with him. So you guys sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 31 of the Creative Masters podcast featuring James Adams. What's going on, everybody? This is Reggie, aka Nobody Famous. You're listening to the Creative Masters Podcast. This week, we got a dope guest. He's a photographer from Philly. He's also dabbling in video as a video director. Um, we met on Instagram, and he actually gave me some really dope spots to shoot when I was out in Philly some months back. Um, he's really dope with the photo manipulation and everything. James Adams, how you doing, my man? How's it going? How's it going? Thank you for uh, bringing me on here, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Um, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to chatting with you and getting to know a little bit more about your story. But um, I guess first, let's start off with just like a 60 second elevator speech of who you are, where you're from, what you do, and we'll go from there. Yeah, most definitely, man. So I was originally uh, born in uh, North Philadelphia, uh, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, any other family. And um, 
uh, due to the area, we moved when uh, I was eight years old. That was when my brother was born, and uh, to Denver, New Jersey, and that's where I was raised. Then, uh, you know, throughout my life, and um, that's basically where I started picking up on my uh, uh, just my creative habits. You know, I think uh, you know I was very inspired by uh, you know anime, uh, comic books, you know, things that weren't really reality. And um, I kind of wanted to portray that in my artwork somehow, and photography came into play, and I just be able to, you know, take it from there. Gotcha, that's dope. So when you were a kid, um, and you said after you moved, you kind of got into, like, the anime and things like that, like, what was your creative life like as a kid through, you know, elementary school, middle school, and high school? Yeah, my um, creative life uh, definitely peaked uh, high school year, but I was always, uh, into the creative arts. I, I first got into drawing mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, drawing in the sense of like, you know, like anime characters, comic book characters. Uh, I would just draw just, you know, my own characters here and there make, you know, little short stories. Yeah. It wasn't like the best, but it was, it was something to begin with. And then it manifested into, um, a more, um, art form, uh, during my high school years where I, uh, first got my, <laughs> my first iPhone. Cause you know, my mom was definitely strict about that, but Mm-hmm. You know, I got my first iPhone, and um, uh, actually, I used my mom's uh, iPhone, and uh, I just went around taking photos, and that's where I got introduced to Instagram, and I was introduced to all these apps and everything like mm-hmm. that, and I was just able to create uh, just with a simple device, and you know, bringing what I learned throughout my elementary, throughout my middle school, and then manifested into my high school year, it just all came together into what it is now. Nice. Let me ask you, because I was just kind of the same way, like when I was like in middle school, elementary school, of like just drawing and making comics and stuff like that. How do you think that like when you were just doing it for fun back in the day when you were young, how that plays into your like compositions with photography now? Do you think that helped? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I I honestly uh, like one of the biggest advocators I tell people is um, like anime and um, uh, and and comic books. uh, You know, when you see these these otherworldly type of uh, people in an otherworldly type of universe Mm -hmm. and you see the compositioning of of their world and you kind of want to portray it into this world but you know you can't but however technology is at a point where you can attempt to do that you know i'm able to uh get ideas from stories that were on uh anime series that Mm -hmm. i can now bring forth into uh the real world in terms of compositioning in terms of how to blend in surrealism with reality at the mm-hmm. same time so it's definitely it's it's one of the biggest uh advocates for I, I have right now yeah that's really dope and i mean i i i've even noticed from when i started following you and then i scrolled back on your instagram just mm-hmm. seeing like how you started and stuff how you progressed like in such a short amount of time and how you are implementing a lot of those uh techniques and, and inspirations into your work so i think that's really Most cool definitely. um so yeah, in high school, you said when you kind of reach your peak of like really getting into the creativity and, and working, you know, shooting with your iPhone and things like that. How did you, mm-hmm. you know, what what kind of apps were you using to edit photos and how did you kind of make that transition to being more of a serious photographer that you are now? Yeah, man. Oh, man. It was it was definitely uh, a, a blast with the apps. You know, like I know nowadays it's not as it's not as cool to use apps on your iPhone anymore. But honestly, it was a blast for me. I had mm-hmm. apps like Afterlight. Um, I had apps like uh, 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 Unsplash, mm-hmm. um, uh, of course, Visco, Mexures, and these were apps that I had to, <laughs> some of them were paid, so I had to beg my mom mm-hmm. to like, you know, if I could get like a dollar or two to get them, and uh, thankfully I didn't get my butt whooped for that, but, <laughs> you know, if I was fortunate enough to use those, and 
you know, but it all came down to, you know, how I view the world originally with the most through my eyes, you know, mm-hmm. that's something that I can't change, you know, and I always viewed the world in, you know, and, and really cool ways. Like one of the first ever photos that I took that really, you know, got me uh, inspi- inspired and got a lot of love on Instagram way back then was this light bulb I took in my bathroom mm-hmm. and I manipulated it so much to the point where it wasn't even like a light bulb anymore. It was something else different and all that was done through apps and my iPhone. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was definitely great. That's dope. And um, how do you view like your growth as a photographer and as an artist compared to when you started, you know, shooting on the iPhone compared to what you're doing now? Mm, like, yeah, do, you see, do you see a big difference in, in what you're doing? Oh yeah, most definitely, man. That's that's one of the uh, the greatest things, the greatest joys I've seen is just the constant progression of my maturity. I think uh, as I begin to further uh, down, down this uh, this road that I'm you know going forth in, I've discovered uh, my self worth. I've discovered how to appreciate my artwork. I discovered how to talk to people, how to help people, how to manifest my creativity in a more precise manner mm-hmm. and and because of that i think i'm able to uh display my artwork in a more complex level than before where it was just you know just i was just throwing things out there because it looked cool now mm-hmm. uh now i can create create and craft a story i get something in my head i can say oh i can connect it with this and that i'm inspired by this mm-hmm. and i can morph it in my own sort of creative uh, capabilities and create a piece that is original a piece that can speak wonders and it's definitely uh you know a pleasure having that growth and you know such a short amount of time just going from myself last year into now it's it's an it's an incredible amount of growth right there yeah and i think that's like really important to look at it that way because like the journey and the process is like where like the joy of it is lies you know like it's not Mm -hmm. it's never like an end result it's like I know I can get better, but at the same time, you're appreciating like where you are now and where you came from. And I think that's yes. what, what makes it special in a creative journey. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. It's, just, it's definitely important to understand that things will change, but it's how you how you go about changing them. You know, I always was scared that I was going to lose that um, appreciation for my artwork that I had, you know, in my past. However, I realized that instead of that, I should go out and find inspiration. I should go out and, you know, uh, learn, educate myself mm-hmm. and, 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 and my surroundings, talk to people. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I'm able to grow as an artist instead mm-hmm. of, you know, being too comfortable or, you know, slacking behind what I'm more than capable of doing, you know? Yeah, and I think seeking that growth and talking to other artists and, and um, you know, seeking education and, and whatever you're working on, it helps you to be more open and receptive to ideas and it helps you to be more creative just in general because I, I feel like some people, they're, they look at art and they might look at somebody on Instagram or they might look at a musician or something and be like, man, they got more followers than me or they got more likes than me and something. It's not really about that. It's about like your own personal growth. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times those people are willing to share their knowledge with you because they want to help. And it just builds like a community and you grow from that, you know, so I think it I think it's really dope that you approach it with that perspective. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, And when I was scrolling back on your Instagram, I did see early on like a a, probably like two or three years ago now that you had uh, like Fruity Loops open and stuff like that. So what's your relationship with music? Oh man, M- music is uh, such a huge role. It's it's literally right next to what I said before with uh, anime and mm-hmm. comic books. Music is literally right next to that. Music has 
uh, it's able to create worlds for me. You know, when I hear a music piece, uh, I, I, I know you believe, um, you, you've, uh, met with, uh, you know, Butch, I could out mm-hmm. and I help him with his music because with, uh, with me, I'm able to do a thing called lucid dreaming mm-hmm. and with lucid dreaming. Um, I manifested to the point where when I listen to music, my brain just does what it wants. It, it creates a storyline, mm-hmm. you know, automatically and uh, i'm able to listen and create stories just by listening to you know a simple music piece Mm -hmm. and you know i'm able to create emotion i'm able to create a mood i'm able to create story you know and and my relationship with music when i tried to actually you know uh, create it uh, i would i'm definitely going to get back into it for sure it's just that my computer at the time was like nah Nah, oh, yeah, nah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. But yeah, I definitely am going to get back into it. I, I love music and I love creating music. That's dope. Yeah. And how do you think? Um, well, actually, you kind of answered that. So let me let me ask you this. Um, let's go into the lucid dreaming thing. Like, what are some of the techniques? I guess for people who are listening who don't know what it is, kind of explain mm-hmm. it. But what are some of kind of like the techniques that you use to get to that space? Because I know, like for me, I, it's like. B6 or B12, you kind of take it before you go to bed. Yeah. Like melatonin, like all that kind of stuff. So I'll do that mm-hmm. and I'll have, I'll put like an idea on my mind and then I'll go to sleep with it and then I can kind of get to that space. So what, what are some of the things that you do to get to that space? Yeah. So that'll definitely uh, explain lucid dreaming as well. Lucid dreaming to the, uh, the people out there is when you are able to deep dive into a deeper state of consciousness while you're sleeping. It's kind of like saying, I'm going to go to sleep and you're kind of like in this reality that you're living in but you can fly if you want to you can have powers etc but what you said was very important like i i never did the uh i never uh tried to do the techniques and like you know like sitting still and everything like that Mm -hmm. but what you said is very important is to create an ideal Mm -hmm. before you go to sleep Mm -hmm. and that's what i try to tell people a lot they you know dreaming itself is such a loose uh terminology that it's very hard to grasp Mm -hmm. however if you plot something in your brain and you know really focus in it while you're going to sleep then lucid dreaming is much 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 more easier to go by Mm -hmm. Uh, my uh my my greatest feature with uh lucid dreaming is that i'm able to create stories and remember them throughout you know the nights and the years and everything like that so just like a quick example um you know the walking dead Mm mm-hmm like, I really love that show. And, um, you know, I really wanted to incorporate myself in that show. And the only way possible is to just dream about it. So I crafted, I went to bed, I crafted a story arc with me and, you know, between the characters and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I had a whole storyline. I woke up, remembered everything, came right back, time to go to bed. I remember where I left off and hopped back into it. Mm-hmm. And do you... Um did you have to kind of train yourself to remember? Did you like use a notebook and write down what you, what you had dreams about or how did that work for you? Cause a lot of times yeah. I, I forget mine and I know that I should like keep a notebook and I don't want to use my phone. Cause then I'm like, mm-hmm. once I look at my phone and I'm just awake, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. It's definitely important. I, I never, um, uh, used a notebook. However, I kept thinking about the dream throughout the day mm-hmm. and how, like, let's say for instance, I left off at a story and I want to improve it. And see where it would take me. Um, I daydream throughout the day uh, about that story, and then for when I go back to sleep, I can run the whole, you know, uh, scene over again. So, like, I would say, in order to remember a dream, mm-hmm. um, try your best to, you know, right when you wake up, just start 
thinking of everything that happened in that dream throughout the day Mm -hmm. and then boom you should be able to just you know easily go back into it and uh you know just continue the dream as well yeah for sure and do you have any like specific examples of something that you like you know had dreams about on several occasions and then came true like in your life you manifested in your life oh yeah most definitely i um you know uh, kendrick lamar has been like a very great uh and artist who impacted me in my um in my in my art as well he uh uh his recent album uh damn um i had several dreams with um uh lucid dreaming with his uh artistry like the uh, the track blood mm-hmm. um just the the storyline to that and duckworth I was able to create ideas based off what they were talking about through lucid dreaming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sort of which, um, uh, like you said, I'm starting to do videography as well. I uh, created a short story film uh, based off of uh, his sayings about uh, which is wicked and which is weak. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, you're only born into this world either the two. And I really thought about that as I was sleeping and I woke up and I crafted this whole story while I was sleeping. And I said, oh, man, I got to make this into like a short film or something. And that's how it just manifested into the real life. And I can't wait to like, you know, finish that one up, too. Yeah, that, that's like so dope, because um, like back in January, I, like every day um, during lunch, like I'll take like a 20 minute nap. I'll put something on my brain or I'll read or I'll be listening to like a podcast or something. And then mm-hmm. I'll just like turn it off. And think about like the concepts that they were talking about. And I was reading, I was reading my friend Simon Illa's book, and mm-hmm. then the whole like idea for this documentary like came about. And like now it's like all shot and like editing it now, you know. And it all yeah, came man. from like putting that, just letting that rest in my head and go and let it go wherever I wanted, wherever my brain took it, you know. Exactly. So, and I think that's cool too. To just like let let it sit there and then the ideas will come to you. So I think that's really dope. That's like you practice that not only practice it, but you like put it into action and like make those dreams like a reality, like in your own creative way. Most definitely, man. And yeah, like that's, that's literally how it, how it works. You really gotta, you know, take the time, think about it. And cause you know, unfortunately everything doesn't really come forth to you, but if you just take the time and think about it and have it, you know, roll over a couple times in your head, mm-hmm. it's bound to pop up, you know? Yep, and a lot of times too, it even like the 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 process to get it done will present itself to you. You know what I mean? So it's like if, exactly. you, go, if you go back on it and you have like another dream or another like meditation session on it, then it come, mm-hmm. it'll come to you and just the whole plan will just unravel it right before your eyes. Oh yeah, that's definitely a beautiful thing. I love when that happens. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, man. Um, so let's kind of nerd out for a little bit. Like, what what's your um, kind of camera setup consists of now? Like, what are you shooting with? Like, Photoshop is that self taught for you? Like, mm-hmm. for manipulations. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah, most definitely. So right now, I got my uh, Canon six D. I worked uh, <laughs> I worked at Arby's for a whole year saving up because I know my mom wouldn't have got me that. But uh, yeah, yeah. I got myself a job, saved up every penny, and then right, as soon as I bought the camera, I left. Uh, <laughs> that's, and, that's awesome, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I know my mom loves me, but she was like, "Nah, you got to get through this on your own." I was like, "Yeah, I appreciate that." So mm-hmm. I got the uh, the camera. It's a Canon six D um, with a fifty millimeter and an eighty five millimeter. And the one that I use right now is uh, primarily the eighty five millimeter, and that is uh, used for portrait photography. Mm-hmm. As you can see throughout my artwork, uh, I usually involve my um, my creativity around people, bringing out their personalities through my through my uh, style of editing, and. Uh, the editing software that I do use uh, primarily is Lightroom. Believe it or not, there are some really cool features in Lightroom that you can get away with 
mm-hmm. um, that a lot of people don't typically uh, uh, realize. You know, like the gradient filter oh, is yeah, yeah. incredible. It's incredible. If you are able to use that, then you can create boundless, boundless of just creativity. And um, in terms of Photoshop, I have a, a really great friend. He's my uh, one of my local uh, friends from Jersey. And he grew up with me during this whole creative process of mine, this journey of mine. And his name is uh, uh, Jake Tenorelli. Mm-hmm. And he is a monster at Photoshop. He is incredible. And he's able to uh, help me uh, 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 navigate my creativity in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. So me and him both tag team on Photoshop, bringing forth the really, really fine tuned, crazy effects, mm-hmm. uh, uh, forth. But yeah, majority of the work comes from Lightroom, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lightroom is pretty powerful. And even like now with the mobile app, but they added in like some of those filters mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. So it's like sometimes, man, I don't even put I might not even put something on the computer. It might just go straight mm-hmm. to my phone and I can do all. And then it has like the Photoshop app and stuff that you can do different things with. So it's kind of crazy, like where technology is going with all of this. Um, oh, yeah. But let me let me ask you, because you said you talked about your friend and how he's in the Photoshop and you guys kind of like collaborate and things like that. Like how important is it to have like a person or a group of people around you? Like you mm-hmm. even have like, you know, doing stuff with Odd Kid Out and stuff like that, like when you're learning and creating to kind of like push each other creatively to get better. Huh. Oh yeah. That, that is uh, very, very important. That's something that I knew right out the gate after I graduated high school mm-hmm. and I, um, you know, moved back to Philly uh, for college and I realized that the journey I'm going towards or I'm trying to strive towards, I can't do that alone as much as I, you know, wanted to say I can, you know, it's just selfish of me to think that. And I realized that, I need to get myself out there and I also need to incorporate the people who were with me from the beginning up here as well. So mm-hmm. I think it's very prominent to have a good amount of people or just good people in general around you, whether they're mentors, uh, father, mother figure, uh, uh, friends who are always trying to look out for the best of you. Mm-hmm. Um, those things play a huge role in not just your art, but of course your daily life as well. So I think you know, people like uh, I out uh, and and Jake Tinarelli, when I collaborate with them and there's only like a few people I can really push myself up with mm-hmm. when I do work with them. It's like we, we can we can do anything. Basically, it's like, you know, we're just like kids in like us and like this, a sandbox. But mm-hmm. the sandbox is a is a universe. You know, we can you can create, do anything and and just bring our minds together and just make dope stuff that you know, we never thought we could do. And it's a beautiful thing. So people, uh, having people by your side, uh, good people, creative people by your side is a very important process as, as an artist and as a human being, I believe as well. Yeah, for sure. Certainly. Um, and so what are you, um, going to school for? Like, what do you, what's your major? Mm-hmm. I do uh, film and media arts. Uh, yeah. For uh, temple university, I'm a second year and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been pretty good so far, you know, like, you know, the college atmosphere and everything like that. But uh, I've been really focusing on everything that's been outside of college as mm-hmm. well, you know, because uh, I, I knew right off the gate coming out of high school that the college classroom, it won't teach me everything mm-hmm. I need to learn. And I, I realized that. And I said right off the gate, I need to go into the city and, you know, showcase my artwork and work harder and, and, and network. And that's why I really try to advocate to other students as well. And uh, in my major because they realize that there is a whole new world out there 
And they expect that, you know, if they just do their four years, that everything is going to come forth. And sadly, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) It doesn't work like that. So I really try to tell them, uh, you know, really get yourself out there, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you're taking like, I've had like several conversations about that this week, actually. And then Mm -hmm. um, I was just thinking about it a lot myself. It's like everything that I do on a daily basis, I'm basically like a photographer, do photography and video um, at the Home Depot. And it's like everything that I do every day, I didn't learn at school, like 95% of it, you know, and it came from just putting in those hours, like even now, like doing a podcast and connecting with people and learning from people like I could mm-hmm. be sitting down like the NBA or NFL drafts about to come on. Like I could be playing video games. I could be watching, yeah. us, you know, <laughs> but it's like, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get better. And it's just like, you have to do that even in schools. Like just cause you're in school doesn't mean you ha- can't, you need to go out and network. You got to go make connections and build those relationships. Cause that's, what's going to get you to work when you get out of school, not just the degree, you know? Oh yeah. Most definitely, man. That's like, that's, that is the most important factor I believe in, uh, you know, balancing you being an artist and you being, uh, keeping yourself intact as well. You know, like it's, it's one of those things that, like I said before, I try to tell a lot of people that, you know, you have to put the effort in and I guarantee you when you do, it's going to come full circle. You don't know when, but you have to make sure you treat every day as if it could happen that day. Mm -hmm. And that's the mindset I had, you know, throughout the whole, uh, two, uh, a year and a half I've been in college and, I mean, honestly, it's been proof so far. Like, I can't believe some of the stuff that's been happening to me. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, it it all came from somewhere. And it's because I put the hard work and effort into it, you know? Yeah, and I, I think that you'll get – everybody who puts in the hard work and does it for the right reasons will get rewarded. Like, and like you said, it doesn't always happen when you want it to, but it will happen mm-hmm. if you stick with it, you know? And I've seen a lot of people kind of give up or, or be bitter – Right, right before they had their breakthrough, you know, if they would have kept going, they probably would have had like a breakthrough and they would be yep. like their lives can look totally different. So I think that I think that's really cool. Um, so let's talk about video a little bit. How did I saw the music video that you did back in uh, January? Like, how did you get into video? There's oh, yeah. for Yeah. Like for video, man, um, I I always wanted to do video, but I was truthfully I was scared. I was very same, same with me. Yep. Yeah. It, it's scary, man, because like it's like, oh, my God, I have to learn something new. You would think that like since, you know, photography, it would be a very easy transition into video. But truthfully, I was I was worried. And, you know, I was asked, uh, you know, for uh, to do a music video and I never you know, done anything like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I realized, and it, it connects beautifully to what we were talking about previously. Uh, like I never knew this person's connections with, you know, yada, yada and here and, and their connections to that person. Mm-hmm. I, I would, uh, I was just worried that I wasn't going to deliver them a product that was good. Mm-hmm. And I realized, and I, you know, I talked to myself and I said that, you know, I had to learn this stuff anyway. Why not, why not just learn it now? You mm-hmm. know, so thankfully, I took that offer and it turned out to be great. It was just me and him and, you know, my makeshift rig. I just I made by screwing some screws loose and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. And I bolted my camera onto it and we just went out and did like a, a shoot with like a budget of like fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it looks good, though. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, it came out to be uh, something I never expected out to be. You know, it, like I said, when you put the hard work and effort into it, and you just take an opportunity and try to do it. You don't know where it could lead you to. Next thing you know, I'm hearing John Bon Jovi is liking the video, and he featured it on his Instagram. And I'm like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> yeah, like, what yeah. the heck? <laughs> 
So there's a question I'll usually ask a little bit later on in every interview, but let me ask, just let me ask it now since we're kind of on the topic. Like, what would you say to somebody who is kind of like waiting for permission to go follow their dreams or mm. if they have like an opportunity, but they've never actually done it before? Like you'd never shot a music video before, but you mm. took that opportunity and then it opened up doors for you. So what would you say to that person? I would say that failure is literally a step to success. I mm -hmm. feel as though that, you know, it, it's very understandable to feel that you may fail. Uh, fail. I mean, it's only it, it's necessary to feel that way. However, you will be that much stronger if you just tried it. I feel like if people just tried it instead of just letting it go and never coming back again, mm -hmm. you will feel a lot better off than you did if you just let it run away. Because let's say, for instance, I did let that fear overtake me. And I just let I, I said, hey, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just new to the photo, uh, to videography. I'm sorry, but I can't I can't do this music video. I would not be in the same spot that I am now mm -hmm. if I hadn't had taken that uh, opportunity. So I would say for people out there, um, definitely uh, plan it, uh, you know, really, really connect with yourself and just go out and just try it. Try your best at it because I, I'm telling you, man, like it's a very important process that I think every artist needs to um, go through in order to become better in their lifetime, you know? Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. Um, so, yeah, what is your um, relationship with social media? Because I've been, you know, I'm a little older than you, but I've been had a couple of people on that are like your age, like young 20 or early 20s and whatnot. Mm hmm. And they've all had like interesting perspectives on social media. And it's not like kind of, it's not like the usual, like, oh, I'm just out for likes and stuff like that. It was more of like, mm -hmm. I'm using this as a tool to build the life that I want and like the creative life that I want. So, what is kind of like your, I guess, approach to social media and how do you view it? Yeah, for social media, I think uh, definitely for young people like uh, like us as artists, we have to understand that social media is a, construct that you really have to be careful with and how you use it mm -hmm. you know i've thankfully i've matured to the point where i realized that <laughs> likes will not get you anywhere you know mm -hmm. if you if, if that's the only thing you're chasing after mm -hmm. i use uh, social media as a way to connect my audience mm -hmm. with one another I'm, I'm, I'm i use social media to help bring forth ideas and to connect with other artists i do not use it for just the simple uh fact of you know i guess uh just the, just likes and everything in, in general i don't chase after that i chase yeah, yeah. after the long the long goal you know i think the long goal is to connect with actual people mm -hmm. and you know a like can't really do that for you you know exactly. a like can only really do so much for you if not none i think if you use social media as a way to uh connect with your connect yourself to physical people then that is only going to grow your your uh, your artistry to a level that is you know that, that's going to help you out in the future. Yeah, for sure. Like even um, earlier, like when you texted me because we connected, you know, back in October and whatnot, mm -hmm. and it was just like I saw your name pop up. I was like, I did, I forgot that you know you're not, that you're in my phone. I was like, oh yeah, we did connect. Like yeah, we had, yeah. had a conversation and stuff like that. But it's like that's the kind of stuff that like builds those relationships in the future. So like if anything comes down the road, like there's like an opportunity if I hear something about in Philly, but like, yo, like I know somebody who can do that for you. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of grows um, like that. And even back in, you know, 10 years ago when I was like really heavy into music eight years ago 
and like blog, like to get on a certain blogs was like everything, right? For, for, <laughs> for your music. And it was just like, but I always told myself, it's like the thing is, it's like I might be on these like big hip hop blogs or whatever, but that doesn't like pay the bills. Like props won't pay the bills yes. and props yep. won't, you know what I mean? Props won't really like create an opportunity. And it's the same, it's like the equivalent of likes. So it's mm -hmm. like you can get a ton of likes on your page, you can have a ton of followers, but if it's not really like creating opportunity for you, then it's kind of just wasted. You know, it doesn't really mean anything. Mm -hmm. Exactly, man. Like, I, that's why I really hold, like, I think the one thing I really hold uh, uh, precious to me with social media and when I post is, you know, really just looking at the comments. I love connecting with my audience mm -hmm. I, because they're the reason why I'm here in the first place. If, like, they were with me. I have followers who were with me right when I started out on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I'm still connecting with those people till this day. And I think those relationships can really, really just have that sense of just positivity for your artwork. And it's it's such a beautiful thing. I, I love reading comments. As you can see, like I comment back to everybody that on my, on my photos. It's, a, it's like a really cool thing to have. Yeah, and I think that's important because people, like sometimes social media, like people read the comments. It doesn't matter who they are. Like they're pretty much scrolling comments and seeing what people mm -hmm. say. So it does mean a lot when you, like when you reach out to somebody and at least like, you know, give that little heart and let them know that you've seen it and recognize yeah. them. Cause that mm -hmm. really goes a lot, a long way for a lot of people. Um, yeah. and there's even like some bloggers or not bloggers, but podcasters that I just love and just like look up to and like literally their podcast like changed my life. And if I like, like a, a, um, a SoundCloud thing and it shoots to my Twitter, like they'll respond and be like, thanks for listening and tag the guests. Awesome. You know what I mean? And it really goes a long way. Cause like, you know, they understand that their fans and the, their listeners, put them where they're at and they appreciate that and just kind of show that love back and just kind of like a, a nod to that, you know? Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, so let me ask you, like I'm, I'm really big on a growth mindset and I'm, I'm sure um, you probably are as well, just based off mm -hmm. our conversation so far. So, you know, for me, it's reading books, it's podcasts, it's journaling, it's meditation. So what are some of the things that you do to grow um, in your creative life and in your personal life? Yeah, I've 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 realized that uh, you know acknowledging my experiences is a great way for me to mature myself. I think maturity is such a great quality to uh, have as an artist. Um, you know, I mean, I've, all the experiences that I've had up until now, I've always looked back and I'm always proud of myself for coming up with that decision. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, I another factor is music. Like I said, music. Uh, uh, anime, comic books, you know, those things play such a huge role into uh, my my personality and my uh, my artwork as well. Like, uh, I was able to create and make decisions based off of what I've learned as a person and what I've learned off of characters in a movie or in a mm -hmm. comic book and an anime. It's like some of my best friends, it's going to sound lame as heck, but like some of my best friends were, you know, people or characters and shows oh, yeah, because they sure. yeah they they helped me as as a as a as a character in myself it helped me build qualities that could have been difficult to obtain if i didn't have uh seen that show or didn't see that movie or listen to this song you know mm -hmm. yeah I, I totally get that for sure um so let me ask you where do you see yourself going with your creativity in the future yeah, I definitely see myself uh, becoming uh, a person with 
the consistency of like even like Kendrick Lamar. I um I, I look up to him at such a high degree because he is uh he be, I see my, I kind of see myself as him a little bit because I see when he was younger and how he was you know just having so much fun with it and he was just you know spitting bars and everything like that and how he was able to craft that into a more precise uh, artist or uh, MC as a lyricist. He's able to. Uh, use productions and, and, and beats and to deliver certain styles of, 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 of lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, that's how I want to cr- craft my artwork in the future. I want to be able to uh, build my level of consistency with my artwork and my level of uh, storytelling, my level of, of, of just creativity mm-hmm. in a way that, that creates originality. I think originality is very key to uh, to not only you, but how you get yourself to other people. It's been uh, one of the main factors to why people uh, ask me to, you know, do photo shoots with them. And it's because they love the style that I represent in my uh, creativity. Yeah, for sure. That's dope. Um, so let me ask you this as well. This is a, another question that I always get very interesting mm-hmm. um, answers to, but the answers have kind of been very similar lately and it just kind of confirms a lot of things in my life. So it's basically about success. So like in the past, you know, success has kind of been considered like a lot of money or being famous yeah. or all that kind of stuff, you know, but people have been redefining it for themselves. So what is your definition of success and how have you redefined it for yourself? Yeah. When I was younger, uh, yeah, when I was young, I was definitely thinking success was a lot of money. Um, my, the one thing that I always stay uh, true to in my matter of success is to make sure that my mom lives comfortably for the rest of her life as you know, her, her existence on this life will be as comfortable as it may be, you know, before she leaves this earth. And that's, well, all, that will always be my uh, my manner of su- uh, success. Mm-hmm. But it definitely, for me personally, it changed over time in terms of how much how money you should get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was younger. I thought that, oh, yeah, if I had a really nice car or a really, uh, you know, really big house and, you know, mm-hmm. girls and everything like that, that's my manner of success. And, and I went after that way of, you know, my thought process of maintaining that success was, very improbable with what I was doing mm-hmm. at the time. However, as I, you know, mature throughout the years up until now, my manner of success is, of course, you know, treating my family, uh, you know, to like a good, a great dinner, uh, you know, being able to see my mom cry tears of joy mm-hmm. instead of tears of pain that, you know, I've witnessed in the past. And my manner of success is being able to inspire others, being able to, uh, help others along their journey being able to you know get the art that they can't see in themselves and and express it onto you know into reality and say hey this is what you can do this is what you're able to do you don't have to abide by these rules all the time you Mm -hmm. can be yourself and it's okay to be yourself i i really do believe that that is success i i feel as though if you know if someone, I mean, I had people like that towards me when I was young, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't think of it as success, but now I look back at it, and I'm like, yeah, that's the most successful person in my life. My mom, she's the most successful person in my life mm-hmm. to this day and will always be because of just how she, uh, how she raised me, how she always stuck by me. Mm-hmm. You know, my uh, best friend Jake, 
he's a successful person because he's able to bring the best out of me in terms of my creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, teachers, professors, that mentors, you. Being able to, you know, just have an impact on my life and my artwork in a positive manner is a success in any format, I believe. Yeah, that, that's amazing, man. And um, I definitely do think you are a success and you're going to be, you know, have a life of success. And I think that, uh, you know, Thank you. shout out to your mom because she did an amazing yeah. job. <laughs> you, you're, you're very well spoken and like you got you got your head on right. And I, I dig that a lot. So mm-hmm. that's, that's really dope, man. So why don't you let everybody know where they can find you at on the Internet, those who aren't familiar with you and everything like that. Most definitely. If you want to follow me on my Instagram, that is James Adams. That's J-A-M-E-S-A-D-A-M-S. And it's the third with three lowercase eyes at the end. So that'll be a James Adams, three eyes. You can follow me on my Facebook, James Adams, three eyes. Same thing with my Twitter. And uh, yeah, be feel free to DM me any questions. And uh, if you feel as though that you want to learn more about uh, me as well, definitely ask a question. I'm always down for helping out. Awesome, man. I definitely appreciate you coming on to the podcast. It was a dope conversation. I'm sure that everybody listening is going to get a lot out of it. So mm-hmm. I thank you for that. Thank you, my man. It's been a pleasure. And I can't wait to connect with you even more, my man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And everybody who's listening, this is the Creative Masters Podcast. I'm Nobody Famous. Until next time, peace. So there you have it. That was episode 31 of the Creative Masters Podcast featuring James Adams. You guys be sure to follow him on Instagram and check out his work. It's very dope. I'm Nobody Famous. I can be found on Instagram at Nobody Famous as well as Twitter. And be sure to follow the podcast at Creative Masters Podcast on Instagram. Until next time, this is Nobody Famous. Peace.